When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before. But you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. When was the last time you had really good Texas-style barbecue? Eric's Family Barbecue, the way it's supposed to taste. Always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Eric's Family Barbecue uses only 100% fresh meat, slowly smoked over mesquite wood until it's juicy and delicious. We all know their brisket is the best, but have you tried their pulled pork, pork ribs, or rib tips? Amazing, and their sides are all house-made. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite Repeat. Make the trip. You won't be sorry. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. You thought that was funny. You were laughing like a hyena when he said it. What the hell is wrong with you? Hey, UPD. Arizona's real rock. Yeah, yeah, feeling good on a Wednesday. All right, off we go. It's going to be a good Wednesday, too, because it was rainy and cold, and we've... uh, We've had a little early spring, so it's nice to go back to have a little bit of weather. I like this stuff. Because nice- like two weeks ago, there was talk saying, oh, I think uh, it's going to heat up this year. Nah, who knows? There's a, well, it is. I guarantee it is. Anybody who's talking like that, Brady, immediately walk away from that conversation. That's the single most boring person in the world. Yeah, my prediction is hotter in Phoenix later on in the year. Oh, thanks a lot, genius. Bring me my Cheetos. That's what Scott Haynes said. Brady, don't play that game with the best desserts. You'll get flaming Hot Cheeto dust in your dick. <laughs> That's true. That's not a dessert. Yeah, oh, you don't want to coat your, your body in uh, B-Cheeto. That would be scary. Yeah. Churro dust. <laughs> uh, also, uh, if you're playing the idea game, Brady's suggestion of nap time. Not fun. Not as much fun as you thought. <laughs> to reach into the life from a hat and naps come out. Cheetos and naps is not fun for everybody. There's got to be two people involved. That's the good side. But try it. Try life in a hat for yourself. Just for you. If you live by yourself, just a bunch of ideas and then just – it's the randomness of a shuffle on your phone. It's a, your, your life shuffle. You're reaching you're like, oh, cool, this. And then you got to do it. And it's even better like if you're doing it for household chores and stuff and you're by yourself and you're like, I'm bored, but i got to get some things done. Where's my hat of chores? And you're reaching, you're like, all right, laundry it is. And you let the hat decide. What's this decision-making thing you got going on in your head? Stop it. Chores, man. Nah, I'm not picking out any yeah. hat, then. Yeah, well, if you live by yourself, yeah. you've got a, a girl, so there's no reason to do chores. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but, you know, jobs are important, so you got to have jobs. you got to do your go-to-work. Don't reach into the hat and say go-to-work today. You get, that's an everyday thing. 
uh, and I was reading about this. You know how good the job market is in the U.S. of A. here, and we're doing the best we can to screw everything up. We come right out of COVID. We decide to have you know economic rebound. It's like everybody's participating. We all feel pretty good about the economy. We go right out of COVID, right into potential nuclear war, which I think is great fun for everybody. I think really is. Great for the stock market. Yeah, oh, it's it's great for our retirement and our futures, and there's no stress involved at all in the idea that we just pretty much survived the scariest thing of the last 100 years for an entire uh, world population. We all kind of got through the best we could. We're standing on the other side. Now let's fight. We're standing on the other side in pretty good shape, and we can't look at each other and say, hey, you know what? That was rough. Let's just give each other. Nope, let's start start a war. Let's get wars going. And uh, make sure that everything is always in turmoil. And this is why I can't side with any politician, either side. I don't, I don't know how anyone can be like, all right for this guy, all right for that. They all just keep screwing our lives up. As much as I try to ignore the whole thing and say, I'll make my life my thing, I can't. Because there's an article this morning that said gas is going to be $7 a gallon if, if Ukraine has war. I'm like, really? So you're, you're taking advantage? You're going to fleece us on this thing? And then at the bottom of the article, it said, but don't forget, electric vehicle rebates are at their all-time high. Am I being played in every Absolutely. angle I can be oh, played? I mean, for this- sure. So I, uh, I'm reading this stuff. I'm getting kind of depressed. And then you have that moment where you're like, wow, I guess things could be worse. This dude in China, this is amazing. I didn't know this was a thing. I don't even know where. This is a whole world I don't know that exists. Like, you know, that people talk about the dark web, and I wouldn't even know the first place to go. Yeah. I don't know how. How do you dive in? I don't know how to buy drugs. I don't know anything at all. I have to know someone at work that I can trade with, I think, is the closest. Promotions department. Just yeah, go down go, there, you're Right, fine. and even then I'm kind of afraid because <laughs> one of them might, like, tattle. So I'm too scared of all that stuff. So like, I don't know how to do any of it. And you find out. When we were in Vegas, we were just asking all the old people that would walk, walk by, like, say, do you have Molly? Like, Who? Do you have Molly? Who? Okay, they don't know what it is. Next. <laughs> we didn't know what anything was. I don't even know if I'd have taken it. Uh, this dude in China goes to get a job, right? His, uh, his name, they're just calling him Lee. But I think they call everyone in China Lee. Gets a job back in August of 2021. So this is 18 months? Is that right? No, no I guess I'm thinking of 2020. Yeah. It's only been eight months. Uh. So they take him to this room, like, here's what your job's going to be, and they lay him down. And they suck 27 ounces of blood out of his body. Wow. 27 ounces is... Uh, Five shots. It's more than two pints. It's, yeah, it's yeah. the last amount of blood you can get before your body shuts down. It goes all into a, a shock. All of it. It's, it's, they've figured out to get you right to the point where your body goes out, and then you can start to replenish. 27 ounces, based on his weight, was what it was. Uh, it's, uh, the gang did this to him, uh, every chance they got from last August until he got out a couple weeks ago. Normal blood donation is 16 ounces and that takes 8% of the average blood volume. The, the human body is able to replace that within 24 to 48 hours. Uh, replenishing all the red blood cells in that takes 10 to 12 weeks, which is why the Red Cross says you can't give blood, uh, for 57 days between each one. This dude was having it done every week or two. He was a blood slave. Oh. He got hired at a gig. They took him in an office and said, sit here. They drained him from- His energy levels must have been through the zero. roof. I know. He's, He's laying in that bed. And nobody- it's, This is how I know everyone in China thinks they all look alike, too. 
the dude didn't even get reported as missing. Like, they're, <laughs> like they don't know if he's around. And I think that's the same guy. Even Chinese people look and go, "Man, we've got this. We've all got the same haircut." Does it pay well? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. It's a, he was drained of so much blood, his captors began drawing uh, blood from his head because his veins and his arms were too flat. The blood was going through there so slowly because it was trying to rebuild. They're just sucking that out of his head. They're just putting needles in the oh, guy's man. head and just like whatever we can get. He managed to escape with the help of one of the gang members who realized this might not be a good thing. Uh, he was in such terrible physical condition that uh, multiple organs started to fail when he started to move around. Got into the hospital February 12th. Uh, his bruised arms were so bad they couldn't move. It was like being paralyzed. He was a security guard before that, and he told the press that he was lured for a, a, by a different group because of the money that they promised him in a fake advertisement. The gang decided to take blood from him uh, because he, he was going to do another job for him. Like, I don't want to do the other thing. And then they're like, no, you're doing this. Uh, then they would take his type O negative blood, which is like a rare blood, gold, right. evidently. And they would suck that out and start handing it out to people and Ho Chi Minh and everything else. I have the, – the, they bought him for – another company bought him at one point too, so evidently got transferred for $18,000 because he had a special blood type. Uh, he's trying to get the gangs like in trouble. He's come out and said, this is what they look like. And then he did a drawing of like all the guys and like, okay, well, good luck with that one. It's a, a lineup of five Asians. They're five foot eight. They all have black hair, uh, round faces and, uh, about 148 pounds. Like that's all of them. Everyone in the gang, it looks exactly like, well, we're never going to catch this gang. It's never going to be a thing. Blood gangs of Chinese people. You well, can't have a you lineup like, of Chinese people. Like Long Duck Dongs from 16 Candles or what? Eight Long Duck Dongs. And uh, that's it. That's it. That's horrifying. What is the Man. blood trade? Where does that sell? Where do you go? Ending. Well, you always hear those stories about, oh, you're going to be in a bathtub in Vegas with your, you know. Your, Organs harvested. Yeah. I think that's Mexico. That makes that's sense to me because yeah. they do that weird operation. If they, I mean. But you, where do you, you even go those, for that? You see those markets. Uh, you know, when they do the, you know, they call them wet markets and stuff, where they buy all these different, everything from ground up tiger penis to right. all this illegal, you know, harvesting from animals. But it's like and a farmer's parts. market of It's got to be that. But we say we see those. Yeah. You don't see a penis ground up tent that some guy sets up on Sunday. Well. The wet markets are basically our idea of like they sell bad heads. It's illegal. And it's not going to be that out in the open, especially in China. We we make it seem like it's the thing up at the Baptist that church. That stuff more so than you realize. One of the things uh, I saw one where uh, it was Gordon Ramsay actually was the right. shark fins, and he went to the market, and they're they're everywhere. Yeah, and it's completely. But it's illegal. internationally illegal. It's yeah. not Chinese illegal. That's the difference. Our wet market. It's the same thing as we say when they have the dog thing in Korea. It's it's abhorrent to us. It's illegal to us. Yeah. To them, it's like, yeah, there's certain spots you can't do it. It's just like dry counties, but we have them. Because yeah. like, the wet market in China is not this, like, seedy thing. It is to us. They have right. shark fins. Malaysia, have, wherever yeah, it is. They, they find spots where it's Cambodia. like nobody, nobody cares, and then they set up shop and make t- – but where does human blood – I, organs, blood, I, the, but I get I mean, cause it. they put a price on these organs. But where? I don't like where, like I understand that it's a thing, yeah. but we're normal people. But, we right. don't know those And that's, places, that's yeah. where I, I can just get don't you get liver by 2 PM. I, you, yeah, I, I know you can get me food by 2 PM. This is different. <laughs> I just, a functioning liver. Like I don't get it. I don't understand. 
what happens next because who do you know? I've lived a long time. I've been around a lot. I've met a lot of weird people. Never once have I stumbled into the idea of like, well, there's this blood trade we could get. I, it's never been an option. Like I always feel funny about, you know, trading aspirin. Ooh, I did. I broke into Lane's downstairs. I got into her uh, top drawer there, and she's got some ibuprofen, and I felt terrible about it. Like, oh, this is, if I get caught on a camera here taking her pills, it's like, I don't, where in the world does this occur? It's only in movies, right? But no, there's like think. blood slaves on the planet somewhere. And LeBron wants to sell them shoes and tell everybody we're wrong for thinking this country's great. The Olympics just went crazy. But do we have that? Is that here too? We just don't know? Do we do a good job of hiding blood slaves? If it's worth money in China, it's worth money here. Uh, I would say yes. Yeah, I would assume we've got it. Somewhere there's a blood slave hotel. Sure. I mean, just like the Creepy. human trafficking. and Sure. We've got all that stuff. I'm going to say Tucson. Oh, Tucson. I would, I'd rather be drained of all my blood than stay a day in Tucson anyway. In fact, I would be banging on doors going, blood slave, blood slave. Welcome to Tucson. What can I do for you? Suck all the blood from my body and sell it to Chinese bad guys, please? It's just Tucson. I know. Did you hear yourself? Did you hear the words you just said? Yuck, I'm in Tucson. Welcome to Guy Fieri's restaurant. What can I get you? An IV that goes backwards and sucks all my blood out. I'd rather do that than eat your Caesar raisins. You got it. And then put my blood on a flip-flop, if you don't there. mind. Take it to Flavortown. <laughs> and, and serve me my own blood back uh, orally, because it would taste better than anything in this, in this Guy Fieri house. Yeah, I just don't get that. Like, that's a thing. That's a real thing. And people say it's in Vegas and yeah, I mean, in Jersey, and I don't know how often that, but I mean, our, our, my buddy Doug fell asleep. I fell asleep once on the Vegas Strip and didn't wake up without a kidney, but he woke up in someone's place once. What? Not Hopkins, not Hopkins, another guy. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he woke up at someone's place, no wallet, no phone. No. And, he's, and then the first thing he did, he checks his back. Do I have scars? Because <laughs> he got bombed and ended up at somebody's house. Systems check. This is years ago. But uh, yeah, it's like, oh my God, this is big trouble. And he, he, kidneys are okay. Everybody's always afraid of that. And that runs through my mind every time I'm in Vegas and I'm goofing around and I've been uh, uh, approached by prostitutes. And the one that sat next to me that was really pretty, that looked like uh, Sunday from uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Beautiful girl. And then at four in the morning, her phone rings and it says, Dad. And I'm like, oh, your dad's calling you, huh? Yeah. He call, He checks in on me every once in a while. I'm like, mm-hmm. And I'm like, all I'm thinking is the pimp is watching. I'm a target. And she wants to go up to Move the room. Move on. And he steal, ain't she wants to steal my kidneys. No. Just uh, get his kidneys. That's all. I'm, like, well, I'm waiting. Like, walk him into something else. Because I think she gave a signal that said I had a lot of money in the machine. So he's around somewhere and gave her a look. And I'm like, okay, so my kidneys are in. But that's the first thing I thought of. Protect your internal organs. Get out of here. Go away from where your normal room is. <laughs> walk her, stay around people. It was weird. But it's, so it exists here. What a blood farm. I didn't even like, stumble into that. And people think that you should want to go visit China. I just think of that show that... That I Survive show. Crazy. Where those people get taken or trapped and... This weird stuff happens. Yeah. It. But the blood... I can't imagine going to a job interview and the next thing you know, you're in a room and they're like, we're just going to take some blood. I'm like, okay. No. I've, they've done, they've done that know. before. I've gone into jobs where they have to test your blood. They take you down to... you got to go to the lab and do a test. I'm like, okay. 
It was years. I never thought anything of it. I walked into some strip mall, and the next thing you know, they've taken 27 ounces of blood, and I'm laying there too weak to move, and they're going to do it again in a week and take it out of my head. So, screw you, China. Another another reason Trump was kind of right about uh, when he called other countries holes. He's right. That's a dump. I don't care if you have beautiful – it's like what Brady says about Toledo. There's plenty of nice places. in Toledo. Yeah, okay. But there's blood farms. That that trumps all the, the other stuff. Right. That's it. That's the end of it. China might have wonderful Bitch and mountains. Bitch moan about them all you want until you own one. You don't <laughs> right. know how profitable. They're know. probably profitable. I still don't want a blood farm. What happens when business is better? You got, you got a surplus and your garage is full of... <laughs> Overhead is cheap. It's ridiculous. Blood farming. Oh, that's what goes on outside of our... Everybody that wants to bitch about the United States being unfair to people and human rights this and human rights that. There's blood farms. There's slaves everywhere, all over the place. We're like, oh, we don't like how we were treated at the Target. We were trying to buy anything we wanted at any given time, and somebody said words that we didn't like, and we throw national cases. I mean, there are definitely times when it's justified to be like, hey, this was wrong. But half the time, we're screaming and yelling just because some jerk said something we didn't like, and now it's like the whole country's racist. This this nation is built on nonsense, like blood farms. <laughs> Let's keep it in perspective here. So now this thing about stars eating babies isn't that far-fetched none of that makes like oprah eats babies i'm convinced that's true (laughs) that rumor doesn't start accidentally i know that oprah eats baby oprah i will say this maybe not eats babies that might not be fair oprah has tasted baby oprah has been in some exotic location with a bunch of people it's like when magic johnson came out and said magic how did you get aids and he goes i was I had sex with anybody I wanted to have sex with in Los Angeles, California in the 80s. Uh, there were drugs, there was sex, and I got bored. So the next thing you know, I'm at sex parties. Sex was not fun for me, one-on-one. So now I've got dudes. I hosted a few. You know, he didn't say this, but it yeah. was implied that he's like, I had anything goes parties. And it got a little weird. So Magic took a few in the trunks, gave a few Magic Johnsons back to other people. You know, and all that stuff. Matt uh, Dillon was the one who said that thing. And he's like, eh, it gets boring when you can have sex with anybody you want. You got to do crazy stuff. We knew a girl who dated him, and he did some weird things because he's like, I'm bored. Why don't we take this out of your back door, put it in your mouth, oh, and then you don't brush ah. your teeth for a day. Okay. All right, deal. And he just got kind of bored by it. That's the same thing as all the other stuff. Oprah can have all the cuisine in the fair, world. To be fair, it wasn't for the day, John. It was just until breakfast. No, it was for the day. It was all of it. He's not waking her up early. <laughs> Those two slept all day. But Oprah's had like, you know, ooh, this is interesting. She's had some illegal meats and foods traveling the earth. She goes down. a smoothie? Oh, sure. Well, she's she's eating it right out of the, the box. Of yeah, she's eating it. She, uh, that's my point. Oprah's eating it. If it's in front of her and they're like, this is a delicacy in our nation. It's like, what is it? Baby. All right, I'll give it a run. Oprah's eating baby. That rumor didn't start just on a goof. That happened. The Tom Hanks eating babies, that's hard to believe. But again, world traveler. He's traveled. That Anthony Bourdain taught me one thing is that you can get anything anytime you want. Like yeah. bugs, meat that shouldn't be yours, stuff that I've never heard of becomes food. Zimmer and whatever, Andrew Zimmer. Yeah, they eat babies. Celebrities eat babies. I'm convinced that's true. Not all the time. But when baby's on the menu, they'll take a bite. Tom Hanks is eating a child. There's no, no question in my mind that Forrest Gump has had a bite of baby. And maybe he didn't like it, but he's eating it. He's been at a party where baby was served. 
Because otherwise, why did that rumor? There's smoke and fire with that one. That's just, that doesn't seem, you know. You could say Joe Rogan spreads misinformation, yeah. but I'm telling you right now, there's nothing coming out of me that's misinformation. It's, that rumor's got to have some truth to Whether it. Whether or not it's on the reg or not. And that's what, you know, I always question whenever they say, oh, the person starting that's crazy. Huh. You didn't do anything to defend the baby eating. You just said the person that said it was nuts. So the second you'd start telling me that the messenger's crazy, I start wondering how crazy the messenger can be. Yeah, blood farming. Yeah, blood farming. That's silly. Well, like this guy escaped it. <laughs> He's making it up. Where does it go? And where is it here? It's here. Maryvale. That's my guess. Oh, yeah. Maryvale, Tucson, the border. You have to move it pretty quick. AJ. Because you can't, you can't really... It's got it. Well, they got to have it. Yeah, you got to have it. But evidently, they move it fast because they were sucking twenty ounces of yeah. blood out of this guy every couple weeks, right to where he'd about fail. It's almost waterboarding. They take him like to his death. Well, that's enough. You let him try to replenish as best he can, and then the next time he just started to feel a little bit okay, they sucked it out of They're him. They're like again. fifty-six crazy. days. You're yeah. crazy. We can do it. Makes we you never want to leave your neighborhood. Oh, brutal. And this is why I hate the idea of. Uh, uh, Low-income housing in nice neighborhoods, because that's what's coming. They're bringing their blood farms. They're bringing their organ donor, their organ harvesting thing. Their baby eating. That's why you work so hard to get into a neighborhood that's nice, so you're not around any of that stuff. And you can bubble up. The whole point of life is being in a bubble of stuff that keeps you away from that crap. I don't want low income. They can talk about that all the time. Those schools aren't fair over here. There's too many rich people, and the schools are better here than there. We need low-income people to balance this out. Like what? I don't know. If I could get a filling done or whatever in my neighbor's backyard, right. the convenience. What happens? Is- they And there I also have to think, because we've seen it on the news where Abuelita's dentistry is going on at somebody's <laughs> house. In the backyard, they've got couches and stuff. She needs a blood supply like in case something goes crazy, right? You'd think. Like she's performing medical procedures. I don't know. Um, no, they – well, she was doing dentistry. She was doing. So I don't she wasn't she doing cleanings. Blood. She's knocking people down, taking out uh, teeth, and like yeah. She, but I don't know if the, the like orthodontist or I mean, why wouldn't you? Hard, if, hardcore. I don't know if they something. had a blood supply. You got me. I, I would go. assume medical procedures. You should probably have blood at the ready. If something close by, maybe maybe a bag of it. Maybe not. I don't know. But when they knock you out, and they do sometimes at a dentist for wisdom teeth and things like that, yeah. they put you down. You'd think they'd need something. I know there's no like major arteries and things that you can cut in your mouth. Maybe your tongue. I mean, you start gushing or choking, and I don't know what goes on. But I'm not doing it at a day's in with Abuelita. Welcome to Abuelita Dentistry. How are you? I got a jaw problem. We're going to dig into that today. <laughs> Lay back on the couch. Okay. On the couch? In the living room. What are we watching? Uh... My stories. Oh. Telenovelas and dentistry. That's not something I want. And no telenovelas in the background of my dentist. But you got to figure they're doing medical stuff if they're doing dentistry. Like there's, yeah, there's, maybe farm right out and say, sure, we can. I can get that done. You don't have insurance and you got an abuelita that's willing to, like, you know, go in and try to cut a tumor out. You can. You need blood. You can reset my broken arm. <laughs> Resetting arms is nothing. You got something where you're like, hey, I got to get that. I got to gotta chop this out. All right. You gotta know your blood, and you gotta have it ready. You gotta have it in the freezer. Abuelita's freezer in the garage might be covered in blood farm blood. It's a great way to start your Wednesday, isn't it? Yeah. Start thinking about you're heading to work today, and somebody could pull you over and steal all Do your I have blood. A blood farm in my neighborhood. <laughs> right. I want to, and that's the other part. I want to find one. 
I want to be in a neighborhood where I'm like, that's uh, Dave's house. He's a blood farmer. That Ron Wolfley talks about it all the time, blood farming and all that. wonder if that's where he got that's it. That's right. He knows. <laughs> Wolfley knows. Oh, Dave, that's a blood farm. Apparently we have a sketch of the... Uh the, uh, the oh, we have, oh, we do? Yes, okay. we, have, we, have a, we have a sketch. We have a, we have a drawing. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Joshua McKay, he used son of a bitch. But it is who we're looking for. It's a round-headed man in a coolie hat. <laughs> That's who we're looking for right now. Nine of those. We need nine of those. And some of them have needles and IV bags. If you see an Asian guy with an IV bag, run. Unless you're in the hospital. <laughs> Because that guy's going to steal your blood. I don't know how. I don't know. Being a cop in Beijing's got to be the hardest job ever. Oh, yeah. What happened? Oh, I got robbed. Describe him. 5'8", 143, black hair. <laughs> Bull haircut. <laughs> Bull haircut. Look like Mo from Three Stooges. Do you have okay. any names? Yes, Lee. Lee. Okay, <laughs> we're on it. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. It's just nuts. So, well, and then I get this is the the you know as I'm talking about it, Las Vegas police find child's body in freezer after sibling brought note to school. <laughs> All right, so it's happening everywhere. It's here too, but it's just not as prominent. We talk about Chinese blood farms. That's it. But Oprah eats babies. Oprah eats babies. Tom Hanks tasted babies. There's no no question about it. We've got some weird stuff going on here. Brady would probably eat baby. Um, not intentionally. I mean, if someone served something, I wouldn't know it. You know? You'll eat food you don't know what the meat is? Well. Yes. Yes. The answer is yes. It's meat. I've never eaten um, something that I, they didn't say what was in it. But you didn't know what, like, if you, like the meat, you're not familiar with the animal. You will eat it. I go pretty exotic. Man, I wouldn't. I got to know. Yeah. I got to know what it, I got to, I got to be able to close my eyes and picture the thing. Like, I have to know what the animal looks like. I'm not eating that. I don't know what it is. I'm not going down that road. The I'm, toughest one was whether or not it, I mean, it was true or not. They were saying that guy that had the exotic, was it the fair that brought him one year? He had lion. Oh, no, no, he didn't really have it. He was saying he did to try to drum up things like that. He had, uh, I forget what he was doing. It was and a, that, that just restaurant. Did, so I'm like, yeah. I, don't... I don't know. Yeah, because you're not allowed to serve it. But he had big game. Yeah. He was calling it lion meat and things like that. I can't remember what cafe it was down in Tempe. They've, I think they closed since. But yeah, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't eat a lion. I don't know why. Why wouldn't I? Just a, it's because it's an apex predator. It's so what? One that, uh, that's the win. That means you've won. That's the, that's the Diamondbacks beating the Yankees. Yeah. I mean, they, they certainly take each other out. But I don't care about that. I'm, look, you're going to lose to half the There's just you- something about, um, that uh, being a cat, I guess. Yeah. The claws, fangs. I don't know, but then you think about. <laughs> There's all sorts of stuff you eat. Why is that? Yeah, but it's not fluffy. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know. Right. That's where we usually draw the line is cute. Yeah. Yeah. And even then, it's And that's like going to be the better meat because it's right. tender. It's not as. The lion meat? You're talking about no, 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 I mean, fluffy, fluffy cats. Oh, man, I don't eat cats. House pets aren't supposed to be eaten. <laughs> he might. 
Brady would. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that guy would. Yeah, that drawing of that bad guy. <laughs> He's menacing, that one. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, I don't know. Lion meat, I'd eat that. Because most of the stuff I eat, I'd lose to in a fight. Outside of chicken. And even then, good luck. You might lose to a chicken. You're going to die from it, but a chicken might kick your ass. I, I'm just accustomed to eating uh, vegans more than anything. Cause you most eat of that, well, vegan cows, people? You know, the cows don't really eat meat. Yeah, but I'm saying. I guess it's a fellow meat eater. Maybe that's another animal that. But you talk apex. Pre- really? You would need another meat eater? Well, I, I don't really. I mean, when you're raised, you're eating um, chickens. Sure. Uh, fish is different. Fish will eat. Um, other meat. Yeah. Hmm. You've had, like, bear meat. Yeah, yeah, but What's I, the but I wouldn't. Eat, a lion? I mean, I I didn't like it, but <laughs> you still ate it. <laughs> but it's the same thing. I wouldn't have. That's why I don't eat bear either. Because they're too strong. Well, no, they're they're they also have meat in their diet. Sure. If it's dead, they'll eat it. So if it doesn't eat meat, I you think eat that's it. the. I think that's why we're. I, I think that's why we don't eat those animals. You think? I think we can think of a few things we eat that have some meat in them. I'm trying to think. Yeah. I know fish, all of them. Yeah. Pigs? Don't pigs eat meat? Well, pigs depending on what kind of slop it. you'll they'll, throw them. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's on the bubble. That's yeah. why there's certain people that won't. Um, You're talking about the Jews. <laughs> Jewish, um, you know, anyone that I yeah. think uh, there's a couple of religions that won't eat. So is that uh, so you struggle with any animal that eats meat being food for you? I think so. that's how... You're raised for the most part. That Nobody ever said that when you were raised. Don't eat it. It eats well, meat. Well, I'll tell you, the difference, of- I, think, I think it comes back way back when, when you're actually starting to hunt. Yeah. It was easier to get a deer than it was a lion. Sure. You're going to have a little more of a fight. Same with a bear. Because you you're know, a pussy. But, That's basically what that well, comes no, down they're to. Going after the easy, the ones, they're, yeah. like the, they're going after the easy kills. The so ones that aren't I'm, interested in you. Yeah. Yeah. The lion looks at you like, oh, we want to fight? A deer runs away. Yeah. So it's a pussy fight. It's like, yeah. it's like beating up a kid. And I get deer hunting is fun for people. And I'm not saying that's the bad thing, but I'm saying the reason you would hunt something that's not interested in you is because that's an easier fight. So you'd give up bacon and burnt ends if they, if they were uh, meat eaters? I think pigs um, eat meat. No. I've already I've I've had that unless it changed the taste. <laughs> no, I've had that. <laughs> yeah, because I'm pretty sure most animals you eat would beat you up, like physically, like in a fight. In a fight, mm. there's there's not many that would you know I mean game hens and things like that. But for the yeah, most I mean, part, you'd lose you'd lose damage, a fight to but, a cow that was mad at you. You'd lose a fight to but for sure. Where you'd rather have? Um, I mean, like even chicken. Yeah, like I take a hen over a rooster all day long. I wouldn't want to eat. Know. And I don't know the difference. Like I know the difference in like the, when they're alive, but you, I don't know. Have and I eaten do, rooster? And do we? I don't know. Yeah, do you that's eat rooster. I'm I don't know. Or is it hen only? I don't know. I think that's just because we have to keep roosters around to make more hens. Yeah, right. So they can't be eaten as frequently. I don't know. Do we eat roosters? I don't know. I would. Who knows? We may have. I, no there clue. There shouldn't be much of a difference other than it might be a little tougher meat. You got me. Anyway, I'd eat people for sure. So what you're saying is if a vegan human being was served, you'd eat it. It's going to be a better tasting yeah. meat. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be better tasting or not. I, it's just a, you'd eat it because it's, it's not, not full of meat. It's kind of what we thought. I mean, uh, rooster meat is tougher and chewy and requires longer to cook to broil a chicken. So Yeah. No I clue. The majority of them are on the market. I think in the in the grocery stores. I think it's mostly hen. Sure, yeah. 
That's an interesting thought. Either way, don't be, don't get blood farmed today, and uh, always pick a fight with a weaker thing. Never fight something stronger than you. <laughs> that's human nature. Weird. Uh, the other thing that's going on, we were talking about this yesterday in the physical therapy, and everybody, all my friends and I are going back and forth, is that spring training, uh, I'm going to be the one that says it. They can talk about it. It's canceled. Spring training is over. We're not going to have a fun spring. The weather next week is going to... Because even if they get their act together, ah, you're looking at maybe still weeks, have to train, though. Right? Look, March 4th is next Thursday or Friday. Friday. Yeah. So you get March 4th is a week from this, like, Friday. Uh, they're, they're supposed to start the season... They're two weeks behind. They're supposed to start the season this weekend. This is the first right, weekend of spring training. Spring well, that's yeah, when yeah. the games would start, yeah. which means that the pitchers and everybody's all stretched out, and they've done a couple of things. they got the running in enough shape to play, and so they're going to run this out. March 4th is the earliest they can start, and that means the pitchers and catchers have to go, and then uh, the players come in, and they have to get all – it's just going to be a series of stretches and running. There's already players here. Right. But they're not allowed to use the facility. Right. They can't do but anything. But they're using else. other facilities. Right. I mean, they're out there training. But, but they're not in baseball right. shape, according to the teams, because they can't do baseball drills on the field with right. the rest of the guys. Well, so, yeah, at, the, at those parks. Right. right. So either they hurry. I don't think baseball is going to happen. And I think baseball is the uh, – the. I mean, this is the most mismanaged thing in the history of all sports is baseball in the last couple of years. Terrible. And you've lost people like me. I'm out. I've like I'm a massive Cubs fan. Been my whole life. They win the World Series, and I will say that that took some of the fun out of it. I, if for some reason, winning that World Series was great, but it took sort of with the, the mountaintop. Yeah, you stood there and you're like, you just had a big exhale. And it's like I'm not doing that to myself again. You got it. It was a long journey for every one of us. Uh, that kind of didn't help. But after that, I'm like, I don't care anymore. Like something's wrong with that sport to make it so everything about it is bad. Basketball, on the other hand. Which was the one that took all the slings and arrows for the you know the social stances, the COVID bubble. Uh, LeBron's still a dick, but he he comes from that age when basketball was like start. Nobody liked it for a long time again, like a decade. Basketball lost an audience, and they, they lost gained me. it back. They they've they lost, lost they me lost back me in the sure, day. Absolutely, completely lost me. They brought me back. Enough so that haven't you know you've you've rekindled that a ton of people have the ratings are back yeah. like the, the lot and not just locally like basketball has winning like, is a huge part of that for phoenix yeah. it's easy to figure out why yeah. for the rest of the nba it's like why is it popular again is because there's tons of talent and they've done a great thing they they went out and tested the waters for all the other sports with you know the social thing there's a george floyd stuff when that was going on and they allowed their players to speak their mind and then said that's enough and the players and the unions and the and the owners and everybody else was on the same page. Like that's it. We're not going to do. We're not going to ham hand hit everybody because they saw that the, in the tea leaves. Nobody watched basketball in the bubble when it was uh, you know all about race relations and politics and and the, but the basketball was great and most everyone tuned out. They had like a ten percent audience compared to two years prior for national games. They'd lost everyone. And they're like, all right, let's revamp this. And they've done an amazing job. Football still has Kaepernick problems. Football can't get over its own. They, they, they stumble over their own dicks every time they try to do something good socially because they take both sides. And they, then Brian Flores jumps in and just throws more gas on the he's fire. He's a new Steelers coach. Yep. They hired him know, this weekend, which is fine. But I mean, yeah. And then, but I don't and know. Now he starts talking about the real beef. Mm-hmm. But it was wasn't Brian Flores' fault when you look at it. And I still think it, he might have revealed himself as a little bit loopy. It's the Rooney rule. Which is inherently bad. 
Mm-hmm. It's an inherently bad rule to say we have to judge color first. It's identity politics, then ability. And say, otherwise, we're in trouble. And then you get two Bryans, white Brian, black Brian, and you call the wrong one and say congratulations and then have to you know, pull back. It's because your stupid rule said we're going to do some fake interviews just to appease the race rule. Yeah. Uh, and, then it, and then when we don't hire them, it's worse. So it doesn't help. And football can't stop tripping over its own dick with every single thing. Basketball's done an amazing job. Adam Silver is the only good commissioner in, in sports. Like, the dude has got it figured out. He's like, all right, you guys don't like that? Let's make it so the players understand and we understand this business goes. The only problem they've got is that China thing. The NBA in China is the only problem. And they keep that kind of quiet. He's done a good job of making that kind of shh. But that's more Nike and NBA and Disney and all this other stuff just kowtowing to China. But it's amazing what they've done. Baseball? How do you do that? Two straight springs in a row out of your control with COVID. And then the one chance you get to come back, you guys decide to shut it down. Idiots. So our spring is ruined, which in a good way, I'll find the silver lining in that, means that none of these travelers from the East are going to come out again. But the spring <laughs> training, you know, for us, I mean, we're directly impacted. Sure. But for the game of baseball? It's huge. Do you know that it, uh, accounts, for, it accounts for almost two free agency signings a year, spring training revenue? I'm, uh, every team. Look, the spring training revenue for that, but I'm saying is the, the fan that watches baseball. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, because you really didn't. I mean, I I just know growing up, well, you didn't have the an Reds and the, You know, you if you go down to Florida or something. Well, when sure, you were growing up, fans. there were three channels. They didn't show anything. Now you've got Major well, League yeah, Baseball Reds, Network. Baseball, you've got an opportunity. It, 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 Springs yeah, is huge. Well, growing up here in Arizona, it sucked. You either had WGN or you had or you had uh, TBS. Yeah, yeah. So you had the Braves or the Cubs and a Sunday right. or Saturday game. Yep. And you never knew who it was going to be. Yeah. Spring, time comes, spring comes along, and now you can see anything. But now it's bigger than it ever has been. I mean, it is. I mean, there's a reason. But, but you're talking about a time when even spring training here, you could walk up and there was nobody at the games. We're watching people practice, and then we're doing it for eighty bucks a pop, and it is packed. Fourteen thousand seat stadiums for spring training—that's unheard of. We got three of them, so it's just—it's flat out crazy. And they're just throwing the money away. It's just throwing it all away. It's. A huge Idiots. impact for us, for sure. sure the Arizona economy just, stinks. I think they're finally starting to because they're now they're starting to meet multiple days in a row where they wouldn't right. meet for meet for weeks. Right, but now they're actually let's like, get it all together. right, let's trying to find something because yeah. they see the money's flying out the door and, and the that's players the aren't argument. getting paid either. You know, the argument is we're we're losing money the way the system is, so let's not make any at all. Yeah, idiots. So I love spring training. Millionaires and billionaires fighting it out. Yeah, and I get. I get that. You'd think that they could go, let's just do this under the, the old thing until we come up with a new one. We don't need to lock out every five minutes. But again, when you're millionaires and billionaires, yeah. you want to keep your money. It's the same thing they're talking about with like McDonald's and all the fast food prices going up 7%, even though they've- Keep your money and how can we make more money? Right. These guys don't want to pay $15 an hour and not get their money back. Anytime you have money- and you're paying more than you used to, and the and the and the gap gets smaller. You do things to make it bigger. That's why. It's, well, you brought up the point of the the spring training, how that's differed over the years. Really? Now it's priced like you're going to a game, a real game. Yeah. You're going to because it's an event now. Yeah, it's nuts. But way to go, baseball! My big middle finger flies towards baseball. I don't know that I'll go. Would you go to a game this the spring? Oh, yeah, game? I'm still in. Are you still in? I'm still in. I don't think yeah. I'd do it. Yeah, I think I'd just be like, eh. That's why I like that fall league baseball so much. 
there's guys playing because they want to play. There's no bitching and arguing. But you're going, it's just a change. I mean, it's the event. It's the, um, hey, there's baseball going on, but it's like day drinking. It's it's just a... Yeah, because you only you pay like attention to the first three innings of yeah. it, yeah. four innings maybe, and then and after that, prospects. number 97 comes in. Yeah. It's like, all right, cool, let's yeah. go get bears. Organizational depth starts yep. playing, and you're like, all right, we're going to drink on the lawn. I'm just I'm just upset about it. And then it just becomes like girls in tight jeans or it's, it's shorts. Ba- right, that's how you start looking at nothing. nothing. That's what they're, they're taking that baseball. away from us. Exactly, they're taking that away from us. We're taking away the seventh inning. Where girls in tight jean shorts start walking around their asses out. And that's oh, bastards. Part of the fun. I didn't think of that point. Yeah. Damn they it. They take away that too. Bastards. Three years in a row with this COVID thing. And now they. Sons of bitches took our spring away. But it also keeps you from having to see hairy Chicagoans in tank tops and their back hair sitting there slogging down dogs and noodles. About 125 pounds overweight trying to watch a game and smell like uh, Hawaiian Tropic. <laughs> So, double-edged, but it bothers me because that is kind of part of this, the beauty of this town, and it's getting ruined by these idiots. Sorry. And my friend, uh, you know, Anthony, and his Eric's Barbecue out there in Goodyear. Can't put it in the stadium. But, I don't know, maybe the fans should strike one of these years. That would be pretty cool. Well, if they, with these prices nowadays, well, I mean, you're going to have to. The Diamondbacks have. have watched. If you ever go to a Diamondbacks game, there's compl- evidently the fans are striking. They just don't go down and pick it. There's no one Well, there's there. no reason to go there. No, and there's even less now that Guy Fieri's involved. <laughs> but, I mean, you might as well just light the stadium on fire to keep people away because there's no possible way that's a draw. Have you had Guy Fieri's raisin and mayonnaise sandwiches? Oh, God. Well, no. I would rather drive to Denver to watch a game than I would go to a ballpark with Guy Fieri in it and the Diamondbacks playing baseball. What, are they trying to make us sick? Here's the Diamondbacks playing baseball, and here's a raisin and mayonnaise sandwich from Guy Fieri's place. You guys sure you want to stay? Season tickets are only thousands of dollars. Should have had Gordon Ramsay shut it down restaurant. Gordon Ramsay (laughs) would be great. I would pay to watch Gordon. I don't care about Logan Paul. Gordon Ramsay beating the living crap out of Guy Fieri in some pay-per-view. pay-per-view. Oh, I, I, I don't know what the price would have to be, but the loser can't make food anymore. You're done with it. You have to go do what you're, what else, you know, self-search with fire on them or stupid visors and upside down backwards glasses, man. Nini. Shut up. Here's raisins and mayonnaise and two slices of uncooked bacon. Flavor City. Dysentery Town. Right. That's what I want from you, douche. But yeah, if, if Gordon Ramsay went in there and just beat the living crap out of no more mayonnaise, no more raisins. Hey, man. <laughs> I'm sweating, and this time it's not from the fire in my sleeves. Douche. I'd pay for that. $200 I'd pay to watch Gordon Ramsay and Guy Fieri fight. Now, if Guy Fieri won. Oh. Chips, chips. He's throwing chips, casting spells no. on him. I don't want role play. I want a full out blood sport, bare this knuckle boxing match. I don't know what you just did. I don't know. Crush chips. Yeah, look, Crush hey, chips. I don't know when Kirby and you swapped fish. Freaky Friday, swapping <laughs> brains with a child's idea. Terrible idea. Throwing food. You made it a food fight. No, I want bare knuckle, full out Gordon Ramsay pommeling Guy Fieri, and the loser can't cook again, ever again, and in fact has to retreat. Never can be seen in public again. And 
has to dye their hair back to a normal color that a human male would have. Refereed by bar rescue guy. That guy, look. (laughs) He's another one. Get him out of here, too. But he's he's nowhere near as... He's just taking advantage of people that need help. Gifiari thinks he's a chef. I took some golden grams and I added them to liver. Then added raisins and mayonnaise and put it on a flip-flop. Yum, yum. Oh, he's so bad. And he now he's part of our town. And again, I told people yesterday, and everybody agreed with me at physical therapy. And I'm like, you know, we got a Guy Fieri restaurant now. And the one guy listens. He goes, I was waiting for you to say something. Well, you know what that makes us? Tucson. We've jumped the shark. This city can't get better now. This is as you have seen the peak of Phoenix. You have seen the best it can be because now Guy Fieri has a place. It's not going to last. Of course it's not. But the fact that it's here is enough to stagnate. You're going to see downtimes. It's gonna, eight months. I predict a recession. I predict a recession. I predict a, a Phoenix is going to go into a slight recession while the likes of Guy Fieri try to take advantage of our money. It's going to happen. A lot of people are going to lose their jobs because Guy Fieri's here. We are Tucson, and we're going to start looking like Tucson and acting like Tucson. The second we're excited about Guy Fieri's. Hot dogs, mayonnaise, mustard, and jello. Oh. Raisins. Don't forget the raisins. He's the worst. The worst. The least talented person in the world. Now he's marquee over there thank god that stadium stays empty if the diamondbacks could win 40 games again this year at least it'll keep people from poisoning themselves with guy fieri's food at the ballpark oh i hope he's in town i hope he's listening i hate you <laughs> i hate you i can't there aren't words strong enough to tell how much i hate guy fieri i hate you what i do to this guy you live. You breathe my air. <laughs> I wish you would stop doing that. Anyway, that's it. My rant on Guy Fieri is over. Turning our town into he Tucson. He did a number on you. This beautiful, yeah, because he's wrecking my town. This is a beautiful city. He comes in here and turns it into Tucson North. Jackass. Less people like Guy Fieri in the world is a better world. Got my flame shirt. My glasses on upside down and backwards. Got to get my tipped hair up. He's the kid at school no one would have hung out with because he's the annoying one. There's not a, not a chance in hell he walks into any office building as not Guy Fieri. Anybody that acts like that in the office is the guy no one talks to. If we had a dude here that acted like that, it would be like, that dickhead bothers me so much. Hey, guys, what's going on? Oh, Christ, it's Guy the IT guy. <laughs> understand you got some computer problems. Let me put that on a flip-flop. <sighs> We're going to go to IT City. Oh, I'm leaving. Do your job. I'm getting out of here. You're intolerable. You guys want to go gra- grab some drinks after it? The beads? the hell's that? The Applebee's, bro. Oh, God. Kick them in the nuts. <laughs> You're not cool. Put your glasses on your face, not the back of your head, you idiot. I'm sorry. I'm on a tangent. It's the weather. Uh, speaking of the weather, it's snowing up north. Uh, the wake-up song is brought to you by our friends at Action Ride Shop. The snow, Brett, the snow! Yes. Even Tripp yesterday said, I'm going to go over to Action Ride Shop and get my ski boots all straightened out so I can hit the slopes, the bunnies. <laughs> and he's ready to go up there, too. Everybody's oh, ready. Yeah. Everybody's skiing. Everybody's ready to go. All the action you need is at Action Ride Shop. They got your boards. They got your skis. What am I forgetting? The boots, the yep. bindings, 
Uh, all the stuff you'd ever want, they got that. And if you want to stay down here and mud after the rain on your bike, they got all the bike stuff you'd ever need to. Outdoor fun everywhere. Josh and the boys, uh, fix up what you got. Make it worthy of you. If you got a board ready now, they wax it. I think they'll do all that yeah. stuff. They'll prep it for you right there. So Action Ride Shop over in Mesa. That's the place you need to go. I'd get there early because they open at 10 a.m. And with all too. the stuff going on up north, get yeah. over there. I don't think anybody's driving up today. But tomorrow oh, yeah. and the next day, ooh, this weekend... Flagstaff's going to be a zoo. Oh, yeah. The White Mountains are going to be crazy. It's already iced up in Payson. Don't go up there now. They closed up the 87 already because it's iced over, getting close to Payson. And the 40. Going nuts. Yeah, the 40 shut down. So uh, don't drive around up there today, but get ready because they're going to dump. and It's going to be great. What do you got on the big board? All right, uh, we we obviously knew you knew this oh. was coming. Devo whip it for uh, your sexcapades last night. Yes, and, uh, and then a lot of the rain ones. Allison Chains, uh, rain when I die. When will it rain from Jackal? The rain from Orange Juice Jones. Orange Juice Jones. Uh, black rain from uh, Soundgarden. Mud vein. Oh. Necrogoblin on here. Lamana Marth. Slipknot Slayer and uh, Screaming Trees because that uh, the guy, the guy Mark Lanigan died yeah. last night. The lead singer of the Screaming Trees yeah. passed away, and he was in uh, Mad Season as well. Oh, that's right! Yeah. I always forget he's part of Mad Season. Yeah, uh, uh, I, I nearly lost you. It was a great song too. Should we do a little tribute to that? Yeah, guy? sure. Why not? All right, that's a good song. Screaming I Trees. Think it's on, in the uh, uh, okay, is on the uh, single soundtrack, and uh, this is a this is actually these guys were the one I wasn't sure if I liked. And I keep going back, like, was this just a, a grunge thing? Or was it something I actually enjoyed? And this song I actually like quite a bit. This whole soundtrack is great. But uh, from the single soundtrack, this is off of their deal from Sweet Oblivion. I'm not going to lie. I never really listened to anything else they did. I like that song. Love yeah. that song. But I never really listened to a Screaming Trees album. It's all the same. Okay. It's good. But it's there's nothing that's going to jump out at you. They had a couple other cool songs. Uh, but this was the big one. By far. Right. I mean, nothing close. And they were, you know, this dude was a huge integral part of the grunge movement. Like, he was yeah. big. 57 years old. Yeah. What did he die from? Probably. Ended up in a coma last year due to COVID. Oh, jeez. So he never yeah. got back from COVID, huh? And then it just uh, dwindled away. Heart attack. What Waited happened? Two for the, um, there's no word on the cause of death, but he ended up in a coma last year. Yeah. Well, the, the Screaming Trees were a, a weird little band, too, because they were all fat. They were giant dudes. Really? Now, I remember them being huge. A couple of them, at least. I don't know if he was one of them, but this was a... If I remember right, maybe I'm thinking of the other guys from... No, I think the Screaming Trees were big guys. I didn't know this. He was an on-again, off-again member of Queens of the Stone Age. Queens of the Stone Age has people coming in and out all the time. Cause they get real tight with that thing. But yeah, this song <laughs> is a, off the single soundtrack. It's a good thing they were rock stars. Because they're ugly. Yeah, see, look at that. Look at the size <laughs> of that dude. That's not him. I remember the dude in plaid just being... Three people. Well, both of these guys. Yeah, there's some Ooh. fat guys in the Screaming Trees. He's from Killarney, Ireland. <laughs> Imagine their tour rider. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> all the M&Ms, all the colors. Uh, but yeah, so uh, there you go. So a little tribute to the guy from the Screaming Trees. A cool song, though. Single soundtrack's really great if you don't have it. Musically, and you like rock music, it's pretty good. Uh, nearly lost you at your, at your wake-up song, even though it's not much of a wake-up song. It wakes up. It's good stuff. It's 98KUPD. Arizona's most powerful. Rock Radio Station. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.